Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Khan, and I talk about how you can start, run, and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called The Bootstrapper's Plight, The Social Headaches of Building a Business. Let's get started. Many founders choose to create a lifestyle business, right? They've read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, and now they want to build a company that can sustain a life of travel, enjoying the world, and spending time with their loved ones. Gone will be the days of overtime, the excruciating commutes, the pointless team-building weekends. Well, eventually, and maybe quite soon, but for most founders of a bootstrap company, there's a lot of work to be done first, and that work takes time. Today, I'll talk about how your life might change after leaving the safe confines of gainful employment to work on your own business. I'll show how conversations with friends and family can change, how to deal with people who just don't understand what you're trying to do and that it matters, and where to look for people who share your struggle. You will build your lifestyle business eventually. This will help you get there without running into the social obstacles that come with entrepreneurship. So welcome to the life as a bootstrap founder. It can be exhausting and tiresome, but it sure is fun and it's rewarding. Like all things, building a business has good times and bad times. Founders start businesses to create value and a better life for themselves and the customers they serve. But founders are not ordinary people because most people work to pay the bills. They get paid every month on time. They make just enough to cover their expenses. And when they get a promotion, their expenses rise with it. If they're disciplined, they'll save a little money here or there. But pension plans will take care of their retirement needs. So they work five days a week, eight hours a day, maybe some overtime here or there. But when they get home, work is over for most of them. The moment you become a founder, this all changes. If you're bootstrapping a company, you will not have regular income for quite some time. You won't save any money as you'll pour it into your fledging business. You won't have the means to contribute to any retirement plans at all. You'll want to work on your business every day. And for most founders, work begins the moment they wake up and it ends when they fall asleep. It's a very different life. When you come from a regular job, becoming a founder will lead to a significantly different life. People who understood you and your choices in the past suddenly start to change. They might try to discourage you even. Here are a few conversations you might encounter as a freshly minted founder. Let's talk about the this is too risky conversation. Some people think that you shouldn't have too much control over your own destiny. It seems risky. And it actually is. That is a scary thought for people that value security. They will tell you that working for someone with a plan is a good strategy. To them, self-employment appears selfish and egotistical. Job security ranks higher on their priority list than job satisfaction. These people fear that you may actually succeed. The, let's talk about the but what about your career conversation. You'll start having conversations with people who feel that the career as an employee is the correct socially upward move. Getting out of your expected career path, chase a dream, seems indulgent and irresponsible to them. You may hear comments comparing you to impoverished artists and failed visionaries. They usually mean well and they want to protect you, but ultimately, these people fear that you may fail. Let's talk about the 
Why would you want to do this conversation? Others will have no conception of what the founder is. They will assume that any number of things that aren't even close to your reality, they might think that now you will start wearing a suit and pitch to TV celebrity investors at all day, all day long. They might think you're just another kind of manager, like the boss, just for your own company. Conversations with these people will focus on the mundane, the unnecessary parts. They won't understand the scope of your vision as they could not envision themselves to follow such a dream. They will tell you, careful, as they think no single person could ever be capable of accomplishing what you set out to accomplish. These people just do not understand. And some people just value the nine to five jobs and the free weekends. That's a perfectly fine position to take on life. But the founder will not take that position. Not taking this position any longer will change a few things in your life. And understanding the following three principles will equip you with ways to think about what you want and allows you to deal with the kinds of conversations that are detrimental to your success. Principle one, your time has value. Some people are very demanding. They will stay on the phone even when you tell them you're busy. They will send you emails when you ask them not to. They promise to meet you at three and they won't show up until four. These people waste your time and we often let people do this to us. As a founder, you cannot afford this any longer. You will have more important things on your mind. There is no time for tedious things, no idle chatter or talk about people who have nothing to contribute to your life. You will start noticing these conversations more and more as they become amplified by how much time they steal away from your life. Every pointless interaction is another moment that could have been spent on thinking about value creation or delighting your customers or building a better business. And every traumatic story about meaningless events will take away from your precious time. At that point, you need to start limiting access that these people have to you. In some cases, you might even need to cut ties completely. Do not let others waste your time. Principle two, your vision deserves respect. Some of your friends just won't get it. They will complain that you prioritize work over them. For them, Work is the annoying part of the day. They assume it's the same for you, and since you prefer work, they must be boring. And then they complain loudly about how it used to be better in the past and that the friendship must be meaningless to you. You will need to find people who respect that you have a vision. A friend will respect your choice to go on an adventure. They will respect you and your idea. You have to find people who elevate you and enjoy talking about the bigger picture. Don't let people pull you down and distract you from your goals. A friend supports your dreams when they see passion. Step away from people who caution you all the time and even belittle your work. Principle number three, like-minded people exist. You need to surround yourself with people who are compatible with your aspirations. Luckily, they are out there and here's how to find them. Seek out communities. There are plenty of communities for founders and indie hackers, both local and virtual. The indie hackers community is particularly well suited to find people from all over the world who are bootstrapping their own companies. Many questions have been asked and many milestones were shared on the forum at indiehackers.com. I really recommend it. Not only is the community amazing, but the website is as well. You can find a lot of information for all different kinds of stages of your business. You find a lot of interviews with people who've done it before, interviews with people who are doing it, and interviews with people who are going to be doing it. You find uh, just people self-reporting the progress of their business, which is an amazing level of insight. 
you find so much valuable information, both in the posts that people share and in the comments. It's it's incredible. And the other great part about the indie hackers community, there are meetups and you can find one in your area. Many bigger cities have regular indie hacker meetups. And even if they don't, any startup focused meetup will attract like-minded entrepreneurs like you. And you can always start your own if you can't find any, right? If your community is too small or nobody has done it just yet, well, maybe it's up to you, right? So meetups are amazing. Here in Berlin, there's an amazing indie hackers meetup that happens once a month. And I try to go as much as I can. Sometimes I can't, but sometimes I do. And it's always interesting. There's always progress reports. It's essentially like the milestones posted on the website in real life. And you have a chance to talk to people about their dreams, their aspirations, their setbacks, their failures, their successes. It's just really nice to be in the community of people who share your vision for how to run a company. Another place to find these people is just by going to conferences. Among the most relevant conferences for bootstrappers are MicroConf and Business of Software. The communities you will find there are exquisite and you will acquire loads of knowledge and build strong, often lifelong connections with other founders. That is at least my experience from having been there. Not too often, but I already made connections and talked to people and got the opportunity to just learn from these experts that I would have not expected to exist. But they're right there at MicroConf, for example. There's MicroConf Europe, MicroConf US, and MicroConf itself is doing a lot of virtualization at this point. There will be a virtual conference and always on kind of channel. And it's really, really nice to see the community just being so active. Talking about being active in your community, sharing your success will attract other successful people. Do not be shy to share. As small as your successes may be, people who are interested in other founders will find you. It's great to have a network of founders to be able to ask questions to. And you will find that by being public and open about where you are, where you're coming from, where you're going, what you're doing. In the bootstrapper scene, most of the people you will meet will have the will have shared goals and shared visions. That will make it very easy to relate and connect with these people. The only thing you really need to do is to reach out. So let's talk about this kind of shift that happens to you when you become a bootstrap founder and when this starts happening. This shift starts happening from the moment your idea gains traction. That can mean traction within a market or just traction with yourself. The moment you decide that you're a founder, things will change. The moment you start to really care, it will start. This can be very early in the preparation phase of your business or when you start making some serious money. It doesn't matter if you're passionate about building a business. This will happen eventually. And it ends when you want it to end. At some point, your business will create some level of income. You might have a few employees taking care of the company, so you don't need to work on it full-time anymore. At that point, you can retire and break it in every month, or you can sell the business and rake it in all at once. At that point, the bootstrap founder's life as you know it is over. You may want to go again, or you do something else entirely. That will be up to you. But the open-minded and supportive friends you make along the way will stay with you for a long time. So that's the article. I think it's very important to talk about this kind of stuff because obviously 
building a business is a is quite the adventure and to many people it's incomprehensible we have been trained by our education systems pretty much all over the world to be submissive when it comes to doing business or to doing a job right we try to integrate into a hierarchy we try to start at the bottom and work our way up and we are submissive towards the people that are in control and we kind of are taught that you need to fit into a hierarchy like this to be successful nobody really tells us that we can build a system that is completely devoid of these kind of structures ourselves and once we do we kind of socially ostracize ourselves on some level of course there will always be people who support you and there will always be people who won't support you it's very likely that your parents and your partners and your close friends will support you from the beginning, but there will be people who won't. And it's important to understand that it's not a problem that cannot be resolved. It's a problem that you can deal with. It's a problem that you can use to your advantage to essentially find other people to not do this to you anymore. And the kind of relationships you gain by doing this are definitely worth it. Personally, I always am a bit isolationist when it comes to working. I enjoy being on my own, being a software engineer. I kind of like to tunnel vision my way through a problem. And with Feedback Panda, the business being a giant problem with a lot of challenges every single day, kind of isolated myself at that time as well, which led to a lot of relationships suffering a bit the interesting part is that the relations that broke away completely turn out to be very very weak relationships to begin with and the relationships that i had with people that i didn't see for years but could immediately reconnect once i saw them again after were relationships that had always been strong it's kind of a weeding out of weak relationships if you focus on something that is extremely meaningful to you and you can always communicate this to people, people who are truly interested in building a long-term relationship, they will understand that there might be short terms of time where you focus on something else because it's important to you. And if things are important to you, they should be important to them. So I, I think it's important for founders to understand that being a founder is not just working differently, it's living differently. It's prioritizing differently. It's approaching problems and approaching things and solutions and problems and audiences in a different way than you did when you're working a nine to five. Because all of a sudden, there's nobody who's going to be able to tell you what to do. That's, that's going to be on you. Every single day, there will be challenges every single day. There will be little problems, little unsolvable problems even. And you have to be the one, you'll have to be the one to tell yourself, well, going to defer that or going to solve that today. And that change of mindset just means that everything has a different priority compared to before, where you could go home and deal with it the next day. This won't be happening as much when you're a founder. So being able to deal with the fact that this has an effect on other people is an important part of the journey. I think this concludes what I had to say about the article. Just be aware that people might react to this. Just be aware that people might have different expectations. You can often tell them about it. You can often correct it, but for some, it will be a lost cause. And then you just move on. 
Thank you for listening to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast today. You can find me on Twitter at Avidkal, A-R-B-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootstrapfounder.com. If you want to support me and the Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and wherever you subscribe to this podcast. It will help other founders or founders-to-be to find the podcast and learn more about starting, running, and selling their bootstrap business. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.